Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Seinard. Today on the podcast, we're talking about a trend we're seeing everywhere, jumpsuits. Then we'll talk about some mid-year goals in the form of some skills we'd like to strengthen. But before we get started, how was everybody's weekend? Got some hiking in, got some sewing. Life is good. Awesome. How about you, May? Nice. I actually went home. Uh, I took Friday off, which was awesome, much needed. And so I went home um, to visit my family for the weekend and got my hair cut and just did a lot of just, you know, family time. Um, so that was that was always fun. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah well, just lots of wedding talk. Just lots yeah, of, oh bet. my gosh, so oh, much to do. <laughs> of course. And then staying glued to my Instagram stories for Mimi G's wedding. Yes. That, yeah, so that was... That was fun to kind of see. She, it wasn't a lot that night, but the next day, lots right. of stories unf- un- unfolded, which was so exciting. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Kind of stunning all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. I uh, didn't realize it was this weekend, so I'm going to have to go check it out. Yeah, I, for sure. I I myself was working on Sunday. I was I went to Denver Pop Culture Con. Oh, um, right. Yes. To, to finish up some stuff for our... Uh, Concurrent series. Um, I got to do a bunch of interviews with our various um, people. So that was fun and exhausting. And I will talk about that a little bit more later. Mm. But before we jump into our first topic, this is the first time we're recording after June 1st, which was our deadline for making a garment for our significant right. others. So <laughs> how did we all do? Did we meet our challenge? Amanda? Um, I was a big fail. But, (laughs) you know, my husband is a patient man. He will get some eye cat pants someday soon. Sorry, Billy. And, you know, it's not like you're me and never make him anything anyway. Yeah, I I occasionally make him stuff. So. Occasionally. Unlike me, who did, in fact, manage to succeed. Made made my husband his very first T-shirt. Um, nice. Well, I mean, it's not his first T-shirt. Obviously, he's had many T-shirts in his life, but it was his yeah. first handmade by me T-shirt. You're like, have you ever worn something called a T-shirt? It's like <laughs> it's this new thing. Why do make you one? <laughs> uh, and he really, he really loves it. He loves the color. He loves the fit. He loves the feel. Awesome. Um, nice. So, and I will put up a picture of him. He told me I could, so I will nice. uh, throw up a picture in the show notes page of him wearing his T-shirt all happily. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Julian loves his. He's been wearing it, his kind of tie-dye, fuzzy, zippy that he's been wearing. So, yeah, now I'm on to the next. Now he's requesting some new summer sleep shorts. So Ah. I actually just got some fabric for that, some nice light organic cotton jersey. Amazing. I know. Yeah, I went a little bit fancy. (laughs) He's worth it, It's usually just like jersey scraps. I'm like, I'll make sleep search out of this, but this time I actually picked out like boyish fabric. (laughs) Nice. The ones have been like just really... Are there Not any florals too. in the mix? I think there are some florals. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I bet I mean, you can pull that them. off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, so let's jump in to our first topic. So love them or hate them, jumpsuits are everywhere for the season. I'm personally a huge fan of them and how you can make them so different ways. 
fitted or loose, long or short, and fancy or casual. There are some special considerations and fitting issues that do go along with jumpsuits that we'll discuss, but the first question of the episode is not of the episode but the uh, the big the biggest question the big of one. the episode not yeah jumpsuits yay or nay oh man that's a loaded question for me yeah i right. i feel like you've, i yeah. had i was the jumpsuit hater from right. the beginning of this trend but slowly super slowly I am yeah. coming around to them, um, and I I have a few on my list. So no. yeah, oh yay, yeah. How about you, Kate? I um, also kind of came into the whole jumpsuit trend with um, oh jumpsuits. Really, is this a thing we're doing? Um, and I also am slowly coming around to them, slower than you, Amanda, because I know you've already sewn at least one, and I'm still in the range of. Okay, I'm starting to see how they're cute, but not to the point of making one for myself. So, um, not precisely a nay, but not precisely a yay either. What would be an in-between word for that? I'm just, like, looking and seeing if I can. May? May. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Or meh. Meh. May. Meh. Did you know my initials spell meh, M-E-H? I did not know that. That's amazing. Isn't that funny? I always, I always, li- I always like that. I think that's why it's like meh. You know, it's me. <laughs> eh, jumpsuits. Eh. Well, I am like I could if I could scream gay as like loud as I could, I would. But thank you for not. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll just just you wait. I might get really excited talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever actually sewn a jumpsuit? And if yes, which pattern? I have not. You've not. No. I have okay. not sewn a jumpsuit. Nope. Okay. Nope. I have sewn precisely one, but I plan to sew more of the Amy jumpsuit by Closet Case Patterns. Nice. Um, It's really swingy. It's got spaghetti straps um, or slightly thicker than spaghetti straps. um, Yeah. It's high belt and it's just got huge legs. It kind of looks like a dress when you wear it. It it really barely, you know, looks like a jumpsuit. But I will say just as a tangent, I have made... Several faux jumpsuits, and I really like that approach um, because it's, you know, for me, jumpsuits have never seemed super practical. Um, Right. But I love the the faux jumpsuit, the top and bottoms made out of matching fabric. You tuck it in, it looks like a jumpsuit, but you can still... Mm -hmm. Go to the bathroom. You can still oh, wear yeah. those pieces paired with different things in your wardrobe. And um, there's just not the, you know, full head-to-toe commitment there. But yes. I'm also really loving um, – I've been loving the dungarees and overalls trend. <gasps> yeah, And that's – it's not a jumpsuit, but it still is – kind of a different it's jumpsuit adjacent yes yes um, it's in the family it's in yeah. the family it's but like you a know, cousin exactly yeah. but it's not it's it's so much they're fun to make because it's you're not making pants you're not making a top you're not making a skirt it's like a different category of clothing um and you know I, but i love them not truly a jumpsuit so the the short answer is one i'm probably going to make another of the same, of the of same the pattern, same. You but think I do, may, yeah. I do have a few on my list that I have been looking at, and you know, maybe in a year I'll be ready to make them. Oh my god, <laughs> that seems to be the pace that I move with this particular trend. Yes, very I, slow. I figure if I ever actually get all the way into the jumpsuits, it's going to be 
the day after they go out of style completely. Oh my gosh! Because that's 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 how I go. That's what I did with oh. slap bracelets, guys. Back in the eighties, I finally oh got my, my slap bracelet. I was so excited. Wore it to school. Nobody else was wearing one because they were out <laughs> that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, just speaking, it just reminds me of like how Crocs are coming back in right now. Yes. I would have just, I, I just threw my, I, w- I got them when they were trendy, and I just like recently threw them back out, and now I think I need to get another pair. Well, you got to get platform Crocs, right? Oh, I know they're like so on trend. It's weird platform Crocs and jumpsuits. I think that's a great, great look. <laughs> so I've, I was trying to count how many, and I think I counted at, I've made at least. Seven jumpsuits, which I thought wow. I would make more considering how much I love them. Um, but yeah, I think I've made at least at least seven in all different types of fabrics and silhouettes, fancy ones, sleep ones. Oh, kind sleep. of every, huh. yeah, yeah. When I went, I went on a my trip uh, a couple years ago. I went to um, a wedding in Ireland for my cousin's wedding and we were doing a bunch of different climbing. We were in Portugal and then Ireland and then I was going to England and it's just annoying to pack pajama and so I just made this like sleeping romper so I wasn't having just one piece but it wasn't like a I don't know but then I just loved it and I've made a couple more so that was that was fun. Cool. Yeah so I made a bunch and obviously I've only used a Berta jumpsuit pattern I would like to maybe venture out and try another one I think I will try that um that closet case patterns one for sure it's a good one I think that's a really yeah and that's a really great I know we'll talk about this a bit later but it's a really great starter jumpsuit too because all of the fitting issues you got to get that torso the right measurement a strap is a fabulous starter one because you can adjust it if it's too long or short because the worst is when you sit in a jumpsuit that's too short-waisted, it's very, very uncomfortable. Right. That sounds terrible. <laughs> as, you, as you can imagine. Totally imagining that right now. <laughs> so what to goes into selecting a jumpsuit pattern? I'd just like to plug, if you want to browse lots of jumpsuits, Berta actually has um, 74 jumpsuit patterns in their jumpsuit category. And so. there is a jumpsuit category? So oh, there's a jumpsuit category. So it's easy yes. to look at them all at once. It's easy to look at them all at once. That's awesome. Yes, and there's 74 That's of them. So I know. Many. I was when I was going to pull that URL to uh, put in the show notes. I I knew um, there was a lot of jumpsuit patterns, but then when I looked at the number, I'm like, is there really 74? I was like, <laughs> wow, it's crazy. So. When you're selecting a jumpsuit pattern, obviously you want to know what your intended use for the jumpsuit is. It's like casual, fancy, sleep, whatever. And then they have lots of different silhouettes and also the fit too. So would you guys see yourself ever wearing one silhouette over the other? Like, do you think a fancy, fancy jumpsuit needs to be all nice and fitted or can it be loose or what, what do you, what do you think about if you were to select a jumpsuit pattern what do you think oh that's tough um like if Kate you were dive you're like I'm gonna make a jumpsuit pattern what would you look for I would probably look for something a bit loose fitting because I have a strange shape um I'd probably look for something with pretty wide legs um because I tend to prefer wide legs to tapered um, depending on the time of year, um, I kind of incline towards sleeveless. Um, but, uh, 
And then that's layerable, right? If you have like a strappy one. Oh, yeah, no, Then you totally. can throw a shirt under it or whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about all of the different styles of and silhouettes of jumpsuits. So I would probably look for things that are pretty similar to the way I choose my other clothes, to be perfectly right. honest. Like if, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't just go like all crazy. Um, no, <laughs> no, I don't think I would go all crazy with the jumpsuits, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I I would definitely go. I mean, I definitely like a boxier silhouette, so something loose and flowy. Um, I mean, I've seen a couple designs out there that have unique features. Um, and mm-hmm. I'll talk about some of the ones that um, have kind of caught my eye lately. But I'm definitely on that kind of loose, comfortable um, end of the spectrum. Because I definitely think about jumpsuits for summer and maybe Mm -hmm. maybe spring, a little bit of fall. So then, you know, like the lighter weight fabrics and um, things that are easy and breezy to wear. But um, Mm -hmm. but I I haven't really thought about kind of the cool weather jumpsuits, but I'm sure there are plenty of options out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what intimidates you about jumpsuits, both sewing-wise and wearing one? So what are, like, the two main things that intimidates you Having to take it most of the way off to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I know. That's always <laughs> the one. I, yeah, I mean, you guys keep talking yeah. about, like, how great they are for travel and stuff. In earlier episodes, we've discussed that. And all I can think about is trying to struggle out of a jumpsuit top in an airplane bathroom. And I just oh, I just can, like, I, that does not sound pleasant to me. <laughs> well, I think we were, I was getting at more travel jumpsuits as definitely don't wear one on a plane. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Like, it's a the great act of traveling. fashion jumpsuit. To wear like you could just wear it in the day. Oh, oh, okay. I see. When you're at your destination. Yes. (laughs) When you're at your. Oh my gosh. You would have to have like that butt flap. You know that kids pajamas. Why are there none that include that? Oh my gosh. Why are there none that include that? To be subtle. Maybe you could make a fashion like zipper. You could make it like a statement or something. If you have, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and Meg is right now starting to draft it in her head. The next (laughs) pattern play. The next pattern play, guys. Mm -hmm. It's called. (laughs) You know, I don't think they. I don't think jumpsuits intimidate me on the sewing so much as the wearing. Like, where will I wear this? The other thing that I have been hesitant about has been, you know, is this a trend that's going to go away? And honestly, I think having seen it out there for so long, it's kind of its own new category now. And I just, I I don't think think it's it's going to go away or at least I think it's just become a new piece to like a statement staple. I think it's become a new wardrobe staple to be honest. I think so too. Um, I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, (laughs) that was part of it for me. I mean, definitely the practical considerations of like how hard is it to take on and take off and, um, you know, that's still that's still a bit of a um, I don't know, a hang up for me. But on but also the jumpsuit that I made is so comfortable. It's kind of right. it's kind of worth it, you know, to have a little yeah. bit of a fiddly bathroom experience, maybe mm-hmm. to have something <laughs> yeah. that is just like really comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's it's there's nothing digging into your belly. There's I mean, it's really right. I mean, it depends on what kind of jumpsuit you're making. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. They're very comfortable. I know with with um, yeah, like pants and a top. You have that like midsection right, dig exactly. sometimes, and yeah. Well, for me, a jumpsuit is a 
a key in the the city. We kind of live now downtown near the water and it gets super windy and I love like flowing things and I cannot even tell you how many times my skirt has just blown right up. Yeah. Like and walking over the subway crates too. It's, I mean, I love a good Marilyn Monroe moment. <laughs> <laughs> but there are only so that, many you can stand in a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was always, that's why I really, um, like, especially like a flowy jumpsuit for that yeah. particular, for that particular reason. I do, I do love that. Well, and I have to be so, honest, you know, um, I'm also concerned in general about the fitting because right. I do have yeah. a strange shape and I'm still I'm still six months I'm six months into uh, 2019 and I'm still trying to get my pants sloper to do anything that looks like halfway decent on me so um <laughs> I I just like sitting there and thinking about not even having like the waist yeah. separate having to do it as one big piece like that 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 freaks yeah. me out that really mm-hmm. does and, and you know if I ever get that sloper good to go then maybe I'll be able to yeah. kind of half draft my own or something so that I feel yeah. confident that it would fit. But in the meantime, I just worry about mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, well, my latest pattern play, I did a kind of a denim so trouble good. jumpsuit. Yeah, but I took a top pattern and a bottom pattern. So if you have a pair of pants that you love the fit of and a tank or whatever top style, you can actually overlap them and create your own jumpsuit out of two separate patterns that you like the fit of, which... I think is pretty cool. Yeah, so it's, cool. it's quite awesome. And yeah. and that was such a good article, how to do that, that that, yeah. that is, in fact, what I was directly referencing, but I probably should yeah, have yeah, been yeah. a little bit more clear about that. Yeah, Kate, give me some credit. I'm just so kidding. <laughs> Meg wrote this great pattern play. You should go read it. It is great. <laughs> yeah, because now I have so many more ideas, too. And also, if you... Um, see a jumpsuit pattern with a waistline seam too. You can always, there's a bunch and you can just mix and match them with different t- bottom silhouettes and top mm-hmm. silhouettes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you can even, you know what I've even heard of doing is have a, a jumpsuit with a waistline seam and maybe there's only a couple occasions you want to wear them together and then just kind of, you know, take it out, like take that seam out and then you can kind of wear them separately too. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then put them back together. You can, you know, I like zip, that oh, idea. You know, like, yeah, you could even do like a zipper all the way around, yeah. like in an, um, a circle, like that. My sew along with the, I don't know, all these ideas are just coming <laughs> to my head, like right now. That with track the, jacket, yeah, so long jacket, how the bottom yeah. zipped off horizontally. Hmm, Whoa. I should just do a whole pattern line of jumpsuits with like butt flaps and there you go. <laughs> zip ups. Just what the world needs. Yes. Just what the world like let me know if you'd be interested in that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be ridiculous. So would you guys ever wear a jumpsuit to a formal occasion? Do you think? So as I have yet to decide that I would wear a jumpsuit to any occasion, yeah, right. I'm going to say probably not. Though I could see if I felt like jumpsuits were something I wanted to wear, I could see the kind of jumpsuit that I would wear to a wedding. I mean, I would wear, yeah. I would wear nice so flowy pants open? with decorations yeah. and you know embroidery yeah. or beads or something like that. And I could see a jumpsuit version of that. So, yes mm-hmm. and no. Okay. Yeah, for me that. I, they feel jumpsuits feel really formal and like special. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I have the I, I have the exact opposite problem. Like I can't figure out where to wear jumpsuits. 
um, because it seems a little bit dressy for our work environment here. And I mean, I don't, I don't go to a lot of fancy dinners. And yeah. so just figuring out the other issue is that the first jumpsuit I made is leopard print. So I think right. that's probably awesome. complicating the issue a little bit. Um, but yeah, just they feel really formal and kind of state statement PC yeah. to me. There are definitely statement yeah. pieces. So yeah. figuring mm-hmm. out how to incorporate that into like my daily and weekly wardrobe mm-hmm. is, is still something I'm figuring out. Mm-hmm. On our wedding website, you know how there's like dress like dress code or whatever so I put like cocktail attire and the first thing I list is dressy jumpsuit nice <laughs> I'm like please show up in a dressy jumpsuit <laughs> jumpsuits only nice <laughs> jumpsuits only guys. Mm-hmm. yes yeah, speaking oh of but formal was- jumpsuits are you still thinking you might do a wedding jumpsuit I'm I'm definitely I'm still exploring some other options but that's definitely a very good front runner okay cool. um yeah, so I still just love that idea. So, yeah, and oh my gosh, my wedding's in like three months, so I got to start working on that. But yes, you <laughs> probably should. <laughs> I See, you're starting to stress me out. I'm like, Meg's big hair wedding dress, but she hasn't started it yet. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I know. Well, I was seeing, like, yeah, Mimi made her, like, mama dress and her reception dress all within, like, three days um, or something, like, crazy like that, so... I, I won't leave it till that, obviously. But <laughs> Please don't, don't do I'm, it. I'm sure we'll be done. No, don't do it. So. Especially not with that beautiful <laughs> Italian lace. You want, oh, my gosh. You want to take know, some time eh? on that. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I did actually some sketches, which I hadn't done in a while. I just kind of, one night, I was sketching all these different jumpsuit and kind of dress designs. So at least I have the ideas, like, flowing now. So so that's good. Um so, yeah, I'll keep you all updated on that. At every episode for yes. the next couple, will be like, oh, I haven't started yet. Oh, I should have, I should map out like a deadline. I'll be like, all right, I have the patterns printed. Yes. That's my goal for next You episode. should. So I'll create a schedule, okay? And because I think I've responded well to the men's one because mm-hmm. I made Julian's pretty, pretty pronto after we set that date. So, okay, so here's your assignment, Meg. For the next what? episode that we record, you need to have okay. your schedule laid out. Okay, that's okay. Number one, schedule. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and what I also will need if I'm making a jumpsuit is my torso measurement, which is very key <laughs> in in making a jumpsuit. It's a very important measurement, and I'll try and get Julian to take a picture of me measuring it. And sometimes you need that's you your those measuring that's your torso length. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Retor- yeah. Exactly. And you kind of wrap it around because um, we used to do at when I worked at the dance and skating workshop. That was a key measurement because it's all like body suits mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, so we would always take a torso measurement and it's from your shoulder tips to your shoulder tip at neck point going like through your legs and your legs are together and it's just a good measurement to have because then you know kind of your back and your front so you can make adjustments and I'll get. I'll try and get Julian to take a picture of me measuring it so you can see. And you, sometimes you need that measuring tape that's the one that's like a little extra long yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. If you have one of those, that's that's really good. Um, but I have some jumpsuit tips for success as well that Yay. I would like to, to go through. Yes. Tell me some tips in case I changed my mind. Okay. 
So if it's your first jumpsuit, opt for a looser silhouette with straps so that it can be adjustable and even a shorter hemline if it's a test garment. So you can make a like a little romper or something if you just, if this is your first ever jumpsuit, maybe just do a little, um, maybe, yeah, make that, um, is it the, it's called the Amy jumpsuit, That's right. isn't it? Yep. Yeah, you could just crop it to shorts That's just to idea. do it in scrap fabric. Yeah, and then once you you make it and then you leave your straps loose and make sure you pin them into place and test around, test sitting in it. So mm-hmm. you sit in it and then you make sure everything is nice when you sit and then take it off and then lay it flat and then measure diagonally on your garment from the crotch to the center of the strap. And then you can kind of cross that with your actual torso measurement. Um, But I'm going to do a blog post on how you implement your actual torso measurement to a paper pattern because it's kind of your crotch. And because you need some ease in that as well. Mm -hmm. So there's different calculations, except uh, um, especially for different fabrics and stuff too. You have a knit, you don't need as much. So yeah, maybe I'll put together a nice blog post kind of outlining all of this with some visuals and stuff Um, because I do have some fabric that I wanted to make some other jumpsuits in. So Yeah, even with the Amy, you... I think you try it on and then you adjust the strap. Yeah. But th- yeah. that made me so nervous because yeah. I was just like, what if I get this, you know, you don't want it like too way long. Too short. Yeah. It be too low. But then yeah. what if I made it like a yeah. little bit too tight? So mm-hmm. um, a blog post would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I always implement that measurement before I cut it out of fabric. But straps are good for finessing yeah. if it is your first. Yeah. It is your first one. And then you can do some length alterations yeah because sometimes it's it's a little much if you take if you have like a big length variation to take it all out in the way so some adjustment lines mm-hmm. um are good too above and below so just some little tips and yeah expect a blog a blog post about that soon so i wanted to also go over um next jumpsuit projects if there is one and so I, I'm assuming, Amanda, you're just making another. <laughs> I am. I'm going to make another Amy jumpsuit. I'm, making a, I'm going to try. Another I'm going to do it in a solid this time and see if nice. oh, that's like a little bit easier to incorporate into my day-to-day know, wear. Day-to-day wear. Yeah. Um, and I think it will be. But there's there's two other ones that have really been on my mind. One um, has been out for a while. It's the Jazz Jumpsuit by Ready to Sew. And I believe um, that is a French pattern designer. Um, an indie pattern designer, but it's just a great um, silhouette. It's sleeveless with a V-neck, um, but there are a bunch of variations built in, so you can get a bunch of different looks. Um, I really love the look of, of that one, but everybody in my Instagram feed is going crazy over the Zadie jumpsuit by Paper Theory oh. Patterns. And I believe I, I, it's it's a wrap jumpsuit, and there's a oh bunch gosh, of different um, sleeve lengths and... It's just like how many times can you look at it and see it on so many different bodies and it looks amazing and not want to give mm-hmm. it a try. And it, I mean, it's wrapped, so I think that it's comfortable, but it does give a little bit of shape towards the waistline. Um, somebody made mm-hmm. one in um, in iCat and I was like, oh man, that is... Sold. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty <laughs> much sold. That's my... They've, they've got my number there. So we'll see. We'll see how the next one pans out and then maybe I'll... I'll expand from there. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Gates, but what's yours? No, I'm just I'm, I'm probably not going to be making one anytime soon, but I have to say okay. Amanda's uh, leopard print Amy jumpsuit is pretty cute, and I have had a very few little twinges of maybe uh, somewhere deep Ooh, in my soul. I'm so, bringing it in. Is that going to get you to wear it to work so I can see it in real life? Yes, yes. Um, All right. So um, if it does happen, that's probably what it'll be. Nice. So I was going through the jumpsuit category, and I'm going to make next. It's the trumpet sleeve jumpsuit from the April 2015 issue. And it's like almost a breezy suit. It has like a lapel. It looks like a little suit jacket with kind of loose pants. It's very the, – the pattern photogra- photography is um, the model by the ocean. And it's nice. just so like – and it's in like a white um, and navy striped fabric. And it's just so cute. So cool. that's next on my list to make. And also my my wedding one if it's a jumpsuit. That's definitely next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that should be, be on the list too. And Julian wants a jumpsuit what? as well, like a house jumpsuit. Um, he picked out some turquoise jersey when he was helping me fabric shop. And he goes, can I have just like a house onesie out of this? And he's like, can you just lay out the fabric? And then I lay down in like a star and then you just trace it out. And it's just like this big bag that I wear at home. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's sometimes the things that he says and the things that he thinks of are just so funny. And now I'm like, challenge accepted. Yeah. He just wants this big bag, comfy jersey sack to to lounge in. So I love Julian's so great. He's great. I know he's (laughs) he's special. I love him. (laughs) Well, hey, before we move on, I just wanted to mention that um, for everybody listening. To tune into our um, Instagram feed the week of June 17th because we are going to be doing all kinds of fun jumpsuit things, including some pattern giveaways and some fun discount codes. So make sure you're connected with us there because we'll have some good stuff for you. The basics of sewing aren't that hard to master, but some techniques can really challenge even the most experienced sewists. Unfortunately, the best way to master a skill is to practice it, which means sometimes choosing patterns and fabrics that are harder for you so you can get the experience you need. So I want to talk a bit about mastering skills. And I want to start by asking how you guys approach a skill or technique that's unfamiliar to you. I just try it. I don't do any research. I just say, I think I can do that. And then I fail. Um, and then I learn from it. That's what I do. <laughs> okay. I definitely fall into that category. Although <laughs> I will say that I am kind of horrible about challenging myself in this way. Mostly oh, yeah. because, I don't know, sewing's my, I don't know, the one part of my life that is easy and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just I don't I don't branch out very often, but I should. I do really like taking classes. Um, it's not something that I have you know been able to do very recently, but I do love that um, kind of in person mm-hmm. um, approach to learning. So, but yeah, it's not. I don't do it regularly enough. Yeah, classes mm-hmm. are great because you can really just narrow in on something Mm -hmm, and you can try it in little tiny steps all together and I've I've managed to 
to really learn how to do some things really well like that and make them like less scary because, Mm -hmm. you know, you sit there and you do it on a little sample piece of fabric. Then when you have to do it on a real piece of fabric, it's less terrifying. Mm-hmm. For me, I tend to um, avoid a lot of unfamiliar skills. But then when I have to do them, I usually um, read the instructions very closely multiple times and then go through them very, very slowly, um, you know, kind of step by step. Um, and usually it works out, at least if the instructions are written well. And then I'm like, yay, I can do this. But I can only do it if I follow instructions very, very closely. Um, so if I'm smart, then I practice it and learn how to do it, you know, so that I can just do it without having to read instructions closely. But I'm not usually quite that smart. I don't know. Um, I'll also occasionally watch a video. Yeah, if I'm, uh, I know yeah. there's a there's a video on... Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but someone or other has a really good video. I'll find it and put it in the show notes for uh, installing invisible zippers, which oh, are so them. scary sometimes. <laughs> so, um, and yeah. and I'm not nearly as scared of them as I used to be because I've watched this video several times, and and now I mm-hmm. can pick up an invisible zipper and do it without really worrying too hard. Also, I have a good invisible zipper foot, which is the other yeah, <laughs> vital that's thing. So key to have a good. Invisible zipper foot is so Yeah, cute. it's... Do you know what I did recently is I watched my own video from, like, five years ago to nice. relearn a technique. <laughs> I was like, how did I do that? I think it was for my jeans making course. I guess it wasn't that long ago, but it was, like, three years ago. And I was like, how did I sew that fly front again? And then I was like, oh, thanks, Meg. Thanks, Past Meg. <laughs> past Meg is thanks, always past so Meg. useful for techniques. <laughs> I, I do that with past make sometimes too. <laughs> it's not quite as weird because this is not me, but. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what kind of techniques are intimidating to you guys? Or are you just afraid of nothing, Meg? Oh, no, there are some things. Uh, I mean, still sometimes I get just intimidated by, like, sometimes some zipper applications like a lapped zipper you know sometimes like if I haven't done it in a while or even sometimes button and buttonholes like it's just I don't know sometimes I still just get intimidated when it comes to that step in the sewing process I'm just like I still any time before um I'm doing a buttonhole on my machine I have that little scrap piece of that exact fabric that how many interfacing layers there are and I just always need to do a test Mm -hmm. I just kind of get a little e. When, it, when that happens, yeah. Yeah, zippers for me, although I will say, um, like, the fly front zipper doesn't really scare me anymore yeah, because I've made yeah. them, you know, on jeans. But it's more like the invisible yeah. zippers and, like, things that are, um, you know, just kind of more front and center. Center, But I think part of it is, too, I prefer buttons. So I tend to right, sew yeah. more things with buttons and have less practice with zippers. Um, I think, too, I mean, I haven't really delved too hardcore into fitting. Um, And again, Mm, it's because I don't usually wear super fitted things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it would be nice to have those skills, you know, if that, uh, you know, occasion came up that I did need something that was a bit more fitted. Um, I mean, I I think there are some basic things I know how to do, but um, Mm -hmm. I I just... Like inserting boning and that sort of... Yeah, it's it's more... I, I don't... It's... I don't know. I, I'm, I've done a couple of things. I usually don't have to make major adjustments to yeah. my two patterns, and I know my body pretty well. So, um, mm-hmm. I, but you know, it's it's definitely something that intimidates me. 
Mm-hmm. You can totally see that. See, and I'm the opposite of you. I'm much more comfortable with zippers than I am with buttons. And yeah. button, well, I, I have no issue with buttons. Buttons are fine. It's the buttonholes that yeah. scare me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think part of it is probably because back in the day, I spent so much time. So buttons take a long time to do if you're backstage or something. And so I spent a lot of time quick rigging things. So, you know, you take off the buttons, you put Velcro or snaps or something underneath right. uh, underneath the buttonholes, yeah. and then you sew the button the buttons on top of the buttonholes so it looks like they're buttoned. And so I was always going, like, the opposite direction. And so we never made things with buttons in them because, you know, you made something with a zipper because it was faster. You made it with— Right, for a quick change. Yeah, and even like if that, it didn't need sure. a quick change. Usually you didn't use buttons. Um, or if you did oh. use buttons, you and it was— it was just visual, and it had some other sort of fastening. So I just never did that many of them. Yeah. And um, so they just – they still make me nervous. The other thing I have mm-hmm. – I, I get nervous around is anything where the placement of the needle is really, really vital. So oh, like yeah. gussets sometimes and um, like V-necks on occasion mm-hmm. – um, Plackets, mm. certain oh, kinds plackets. of plackets, mm-hmm. um, the things where you need to sink your needle in exactly the right place, and I like a good like a square, situ- like a pivot. Yes, like if you need to pivot yeah, in situ- exactly yeah. the right, and you know, I'll draw yeah. my my lines onto my onto my fabric or whatever, so I know exactly where I'm sewing. But hmm. so I have a very old singer at home, which hmm. I do better when I'm on the singer because when I take my foot off the pedal, it stops sewing, no matter where it is in the stitch. But here at work, I have all of these machines that will always finish. Mm-hmm. They'll either go all yeah. the way up or all the way down. When I say when you get those fancy machines, yeah, and, and like, you know that's yeah. so useful ninety eight percent of the time. But yeah, man, when you're, you're trying totally. to control exactly where your needle's going <laughs> for a pivot or something, you're just like stop doing that. Stop sewing. Or, you know, you press the reverse button and it just does a one forward stitch before it starts backstitching. And you're like, why? Why do you do that? If I press backstitch, I want you to stitch backwards. So, um, so yes, my old singer doesn't do that. <laughs> and so, um, I, I get less nervous about doing that sort of thing on that machine, but that's not oh, always, that's not always what I can do. Sometimes I need to be yeah. sewing stuff here. And, um, yeah, I could yeah, see how though that could, that could be an intimidating step yeah. for, a, yeah. so it's just, it's just one of those little things I have. Um, so yeah, those tend to make me nervous. Hmm. Um, so what, what skills do you guys want to improve? What what What's deep in your heart that you want to do better? Well, you know, I have been thinking a lot about, we have a um, Serger School column in Sew News that I work on, and that has gotten me really inspired to just to, to sit mm-hmm. down with my Serger and take advantage of all the things that it can do. There's, that, some, cool totally. t- there's some cool techniques right. in that. Yeah. I mean, I have been sewing for a long time, but I have not had a Serger for, you know, that whole time. It's really only been in the past three or four years that I've really started using one. But even then, I'm still, you know, doing a lot of seam finishing and and seaming for knits and stuff like that. But there's just so much to them that I don't even know about. Um, I have a really basic kimono project that I am going to make this summer. And I think I'm going to, it's in a really lightweight fabric. So I think I'm going to really try to get hone in on that rolled hem, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. I have just not, I just haven't done. It just doesn't come up very often. Yeah. But um, so I think that's, that's my plan. 
Mm-hmm. In the so long that I was just I was just filming, I finished all the edges of that roll tam, and it's you know it's, it was awesome. I saw those, and that really inspired me because it was yeah. so it was such well, a nice finish. Yeah, I know, and I hadn't really delved into it a lot too, and I kind of thought that same thing. I'm like, you know what, this is a lightweight fabric. Like I have to do so many samples, and what a cool like finish, yes. and what a different way to use mm-hmm. a serger, definitely. And that's kind of a long what I want to improve on as well, but with my cover stitch mm. machine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. I, yeah. I know uh, there's a book by Joanna at Last Stitch. She has yes. a master of cover stitch machine. And I I think I just need to, you know, just order it, right? I have been when she was talking about it, I'm like, I really need to get that book. But now I'm like, I'm getting that book because there's so many awesome finishes, especially me sewing so much with spandex yeah. and I mm-hmm. love making activewear and stuff. So I'm really wanting to learn more about that and not be intimidated. By yeah, that. I could really use some improvement on my knit finishing techniques. Right. And I feel yeah. like, you know, that's, that's, there's only so much you can do kind of without a cover stitch. I mean, there's definitely mm-hmm. options, but I, t- I tend to take shortcuts with knits. So I'm gonna put that on my list too. You want to work in? Are you a twin? Are you a twin needle? You user? know, I've tried, and oh, my really? machine does not like it. But no, um, oh no, I know. But I, um, but it's still, it's it's one of those things. I just need to spend more time practicing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, um, I completely neglected to make any notes about answering this question for myself. Um, but I think a lot of it is, is just that same thing is, is doing the things that I'm afraid of and making myself do them, making myself do buttonholes, making myself, uh, do plackets and, and the neck holes that require very precise stitching, that sort of thing to make myself just less worried about it. And I also, I'm, dang it, I am going to do this pant sloper. I am going to make it work. And that, I mean, to me, that's a huge thing because it's not necessarily a skill, but I avoid making pants a lot because I'm just like, if I try to make these, they're going to fit really badly on my body because my body, Mm -hmm. my lower half is shaped not like the way that the things that they draft off of are shaped. So, um, once I get those basic pieces, then I know yeah. I can work around those to make basically anything I want to make. But mm-hmm. I've just got to get that made and I've got to get the fitting done yeah. and I've got to make it work right. And I don't know, guys, it is killing me. But I want to oh. do that so that yeah. I could start making more pants yeah. just in general yeah. um, and You'll stop being there. afraid to make pants because yeah. they're not going to fit right because I will know that they fit right. So. Mm-hmm. All right, and one last question. This one's just for fun. What advanced skills are you already good at? What are you? What's what's something that's tough that kind of scares other people? But you're just like whatever. I don't even care. I I don't know if I'm really good at them, but there are things that don't scare me anymore because I've done them enough. Like collared shirts, like I collar stands. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I kind of love making button ups, but um, but I think it's I've just made a bunch. I kind of have my own um, steps that kind of work for me. Um, so again, not sure that they're like the most professional, perfect looking things, but I'm not scared of them. They don't keep me from doing projects. Mm-hmm. Um, also, knit neckbands. I mean, I think that um, that's not a super hard one, but for me, I I did almost solely sewed wovens for a really long time. Um, so knits were just kind of a whole different animal. And to be able to 
kind of master those those neck bands and feel really comfortable doing them was a big a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And jeans. I, I again, yeah. they're not the most amazing jeans you've ever seen, but I think they're pretty amazing. I sew them. I so. think they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I I've decided I'll actually make jeans once I get the sloper thing nice. figured out. Yeah, no, totally. I decided that just this very minute, and I'm probably going to walk it back sometime in the very near future. All right, Meg, how about you? <laughs> well, I would think, like, swimwear. Oh, oh, yeah. That's awesome. I think um, I'm good at and I love making them. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, that's, uh, that's absolutely go. amazing that you have that skill, and that's just something you're like, yeah, I'm just going to make another swimsuit. Yeah, I think that's something that really intimidates yeah. people. Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, mine comes back from the theater stuff, uh, corsetry. I've done quite a bit of corsetry oh, yeah, in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking that you would say that, and I was going to be That's impressive. Like, that's so, such a cool, a cool, like, that's hard. Yeah, it's, like, well. That, would, that intimidates me sometimes. It's, it's, it's funny, because I haven't actually done it in a really long time, and that's mostly because um, I'm really picky about my corsetry supplies, and if I can't find good stuff, then I'm just like, whatever, it's not worth making it if I can't make it out of the right stuff. Um, so I haven't made one in a long time, but if somebody put down a whole bunch of good steel boning and some, uh, casing and some nice good twill lining and everything for me and put it in front of me and said, make a corset, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yay. Awesome. So, nice. yep. That's my special, special little thing. Speaking of special things. Mm. We have a special offer for So and Tell podcast listeners. This is a very exciting episode. We have a whole bunch of cool stuff we going on in this episode. It's a busy summer. <laughs> it is. Over here. Yeah. Um, but we, so we were thinking a lot about skills and how, um, you know, video is a really great way to do that, whether it's in person or online. So we have a coupon code that's good at both So Daily TV and Berta Style Academy, and it's $10 off a single course. Um, nice. The code yeah. is so and tell ten, so so and tell one zero, and I'll put is this, that and spelled out. It's spelled out. Okay, and um, I'll put this in the show notes page so you can go um, double a, check it. Double check that, but um, so many good. There's serger courses. There's um, all kinds of garment sewing. Um, so you can learn how to make slopers. That one's really good. Yeah, jeans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeans. All kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Jackets and jeans. <laughs> Those are big ones. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys, let's jump in with Sojo. What is inspiring you guys right now besides jumpsuits? Because I want to sew a bunch of jumpsuits. Yeah. Okay. Um, you go, Meg. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just go quick. Um. Actually, um, sewing the basics is what's really kind of having me inspired right now because I got this, you know, organic cotton for Julian for sleep shorts. I also got myself some and I just want to sew some basic t-shirts and tanks because that's something that, you know, we talked about last week is, you know, slow fashion, like getting nice fabric and just not buying more cheap Mm t-shirts that I just wear and then wear for a season and then, you know, throw out. I want to you know, make some good basics for myself. So that's kind of inspiring me right now. Love that. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I spent the, well, I spent Sunday at uh, Denver Pop Culture Con. Uh, We were 
doing some stuff with our ConCrunch series, which is still up on So Daily TV, by the way, for free if you want to watch it, which you should because it's awesome. Um, and, of course, because I was at the con, there was cosplay everywhere because that's what the con is. So I saw, oh, some really cool stuff. I saw beautiful ball gowns and women dressed as dragons with these awesome scales made out of little little bits of fabric, just hundreds, thousands of them all sewn together, overlapping. Um, I saw a woman wearing a dress where the skirt was all tribbles, um, which oh was my gosh. so, it was so cool. It really was. What's that? Uh, it's from it's the tribbles. original Star Trek. They're these little puff balls that, um, oh. that they, they end up with like one on the ship and then they just start like multiplying. And so oh. by the time you get most of the way through the episode, the entire ship is just filled with these little puff balls, these little animals. And so her skirt was just entirely covered in tribbles. It looked like That's it was amazing. like eating her, like just the pile. It was, yeah, it was so good. Um, just so many, so many good costumes. And the, my, so my problem is that when I'm at my anime convention, I get really inspired, but also I'm really tired because I've been working it all, all day, all weekend. And so I have all this inspiration. And then the con is a year away. And so yeah. I just lose my inspiration and I move on with my life. But the problem with this con is my anime convention is now about three months away. And three months is a very oh. reasonable time to make a cosplay. So now I'm sitting here like, ooh, what cosplay can I make in time? And also what can I do that I can also wear with my staff shirt? Because that's a whole extra aspect of that. So I don't know if I'll actually end up making something. It depends on whether I can work around the staff shirt. But I am feeling very cosplay inspired right now. Nice. It's the same amount of time away that my wedding is. So oh, you guys, it we is, can do it. <laughs> I believe it's two weeks before your wedding. Oh, okay. Um, so. the, the con this year, I think. Maybe it's, yeah, I think it's two weeks. I, oh, I sorry, I, I know when the con is. I know when your wedding is. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about it. you, Amanda? Well, I, I'm inspired about jumpsuits. Quite honestly, you I said am. what is giving you your inspiration besides jumpsuits? Okay, yes, I have another thing. <laughs> I do, um, but it's it's kind of similar to one that I had from a few episodes ago because it is finally getting warm. I'm kind of getting mm-hmm. reacquainted with all my lovely linen, summery dresses and makes and things, and I keep wearing. I have one pair of Burnside bibs, which is this linen overalls pattern by Sewhouse Seven. They're awesome. I have one pair, and every time I make them, or every time I wear them, I think, ah, I really need another pair because they're, they are amazing. They just kind of flow, and they don't really constrict you anywhere. They're, they're really cute. And they're cute. So I'm going to make another mm-hmm. pair. Awesome. Finally going to do it. Um, nice. going to commit and make it happen. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. Um, on the last episode, we asked our lovely, lovely listeners, what steps do you take to st- sew more sustainably? And we got some great answers. Yes, we did. First of all, Lisa Button and Bobbin on Instagram told us, I'm trying to get into the habit of snipping my threads with scissors when I finish each seam rather than using the thread cutter on the machine. It saves time by eliminating the need to trim threads later. Plus, it means I waste less thread. Oh, nice. See, I love that's- that. 
I would have never thought of that. And you know what I do? Okay, I'm sorry. I have to throw in a tip right here. Um, I save all of my thread ends and all of my, like, if I pull thread off bobbins and everything like that, I save it. I put a little plastic baggie, and then I use it to stuff pin cushions, which just, you know, it eliminates oh, some waste. Wow. And it really does, it makes a good stuffing. So awesome. huh. I have one next to all of my wow. sewing machines. I have a usually a mug, and then I put a plastic baggie inside the mug to keep everything really contained. And... Then when I get enough, I can stuff a pincushion with it. Oh, man, I just throw my thread ends on the floor. <laughs> I thought that's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would if I didn't have carpeted floors yeah. everywhere. It's different. It's different. <laughs> um, we also got a comment from So Tanita. She said, great episode. Thank you. Um, I'm already a huge fan of buying dead stock, mending, and sewing for holes in my wardrobe. Always looking out for more sustainable sewing practices. You know, we didn't really get to dive too far into mending, but I do think mm-hmm. that's a really important yeah. part of the sustainable sewing um, kind of it's it's an important thing to consider, and it's not the most fun kind of sewing to do, but it's very oh, useful. I hate doing it. Very practical. Oh, but it's, yes, yeah, but no, it, it is, is very yeah. practical. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets as an opportunity for a new feature, yeah. which mm-hmm. makes it a little bit more yeah. fun for me. I tend to um, embroider uh, very small exactly. small motifs over holes in yeah. clothes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so if you ever see me with a random bit of embroidery that doesn't look like it matches, there's probably a hole under it. <laughs> I always just put a stud on it. I like stud. I, always, I have a bunch of leftover studs. Just and just I rivet. Do that. Also just, a good option. Just rivet it. <laughs> put a little eyelid <laughs> in there. Is that a sewing pun? <laughs> yeah. Rivet it. Oh, and so we got another comment too on Instagram from Dino Senzo. Thrifting fabric, upcycling, and mending. Also using ruined sheets for muslin. And getting the fit right so I will wear it many times. Also, pattern hacking. Mm. I really probably don't need any more patterns either. Oh, man. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> Thoughtful project selection. So I will get a lot of wear out of the item, which is really great. So just being, you know, conscious of what mm-hmm. you're making and, you know, will I wear this how many times, you know? I'm getting the fit right. Yeah. yeah so it's not I, just to I like away. how all of these mm-hmm. are just little things you can do, exactly. but they all have an impact. Exactly. No, totally. Yeah. No, anything. It doesn't, you don't have yeah. to overhaul every, you know, your whole no. sewing process. You don't have to do it all. Yeah. Just little things. It, every little yeah. bit. I love every that. little bit counts. And I love that whole uh, mm-hmm. using old sheets as muslins. I totally do that too. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, well, this episode, we want to know what sewing skills do you want to improve? So um, share your thoughts and insights on our um, at So Intel pod Instagram feed or on the show notes page. Um, a couple quick reminders too. Thinking about sewing skills, don't forget about our discount code for sewing classes. And also, we um, June is our Pagosa pants sew along for Pagosa sew news. Pants. That's right. So that's at videos.sodaily.com, and it's a free pattern, free video, and there's a sewing machine giveaway you can enter. Yes, so. and you can watch me and Amanda teach you how to make these pants, and we are pretty awkward and adorable. Um, I would <laughs> I would agree with that assessment. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah I know when I was. Yeah, I just when I was watching because I was watching the sew along, and it's usually me just talking at you guys doing this podcast 
on the screen. And so when I was watching you, I was like wanting to like talk to you, being like, it's just like <laughs> you're saying something. I'm like, oh my gosh, totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, oh, definitely. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, and also don't forget oh, to don't keep forget. an eye on our Instagram page for oh, yeah. some jumpsuit goodies. So many goodies coming at you. Jump over for some. (laughs) (laughs) I tried, guys. No, that was so good. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks. Thank you. Happy stitching. For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at fwmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the sewandtell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a production of F&W Media Studios. It is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer. 